Yo, what's good, what's good, not bad I'm late, uh, shit, apologize my ass is late and shit, it's all good, it's all good, yes sir, yes sir, how was your day, it was a, uh, it was a cool day man, when you got a haircut, ran a few errands and such, you uh, you trying to throw in my face that you got hair, huh? <laughs> <laughs> trying to hold on to it, bro. As long as I can, bro. <laughs> I love, I love them shoes you picked up, though, man. Them motherfucking shoes you picked up was crisp. Oh yeah, bro. Like I'm not gonna even lie. Like I ordered them, I seen them. You know, you can see one of the little Facebook ads or whatever. Yeah. And I seen them and I ordered them, and I was like, okay, these these nice. I'm gonna I'm cop these. And mm-hmm, then came, bro, like. Like, so, bro, like, these shoes, they come in, they come in, like, it's a high-quality cardboard box with, and the letters is gold inlay, right? So, mm. immediately when I open the package and I see the box, I'm like, okay, this is a little, little bougie. It's not <laughs> cool, whatever. So, I open it up, bro. They got each shoe individually bagged and a canvas bag in the box with a marble, well, not real marble, but a faux marble right, right. shoehorn and an extra set of laces. And so I'm like, yo, what the fuck? And then I pulled a, I actually pulled one of the shoes out and I look at it. I'm like, bro, I, I literally felt like, I'm like, these shoes too good for me. I'm about to send these motherfuckers. <laughs> 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 this is a rich nigga yeah. shit. I just say for no regular Joe Schmo ass nigga like me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, they, they uh they definitely nice, and uh yeah, so I look I'm I'm I got I copped them because uh we got a wedding we going to in May. Okay. So yeah, that's what that's the reason why I got them. So I ain't gonna be wearing them until the end. Shit, look, I I know that's real. I saw them, I saw them motherfuckers. I said, damn, them bitches are them bitches are clean. Yeah, it's the, the name of the, the company is called Taft. So, you know, they get a little free plug today. Um, what's up, Lou? Thanks for joining. Um, they get a little free plug today because, but bro, when I say they got some nice ass shoes on there, like boots, <laughs> dress shoes, yeah. sneakers, yeah. they got some nice ass shit on there. So you, you get them up. Now, I ain't gonna lie. It's some nice ass shit with some nice ass prices, but I don't know if you ever heard of Afterpay. Yeah, hell yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they, 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 they do afterpay. So like, you if you ain't want, if you don't want to pay for that shit all at one time, you can break it down over four payments and shit. How much the motherfuckers cost though? The ones I copped, it was like, like right at two hundred bucks. <laughs> yeah. Oh like, goddamn, big spender. I, nah, listen, bro. They, they, but they nice. So I was like, shit. At least I mean, I'm not wearing them until because I till the event I wore them for. But but after the fact, I'm like. These some some nice dress shoes, you know. So when me and wifey had date nights, I ain't yeah. gotta wear no, cause you know sometimes you you might not really want to wear dress shoes, but if, you know so I figure if I got a nice pair of sneakers that 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 can fit the build and that 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 does serve dual purpose. That's no, that, that's that's real talk. Those those definitely. I mean, look, if you're gonna pay for some motherfucking Jordans that you really can't wear with um many outfits, you know what I'm saying, right. like. You might as well get what you, you know, the, the, the kicks you got. So I, I definitely agree with you. Yeah, they, they definitely have no everyday shoes. Like I'm not wearing them motherfuckers every day. That's nah, gonna be like some date night special occasion type shit. Yeah, no, I definitely agree with you, man. I definitely agree with you. 
So I'm I'm proud that you got your that you finally got this this first episode in. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm definitely dead ass proud. Yeah, yeah, me too. So I guess since we we got somebody listening, we're gonna go ahead yeah. and get the show started. So already uh, know everybody and those maybe who may be listening in the future. Um, today is March 17th, and this is the first inaugural live episode of the Tentatively Untitled Podcast. I am yeah. host, the one and only King Chuck, and I got a very, very special guest. Um, honestly, I'm going to go ahead and say this is somebody who, um, at this point, I will say I do hold dear to my heart because I got a lot of respect for this brother as I um, have come to know him. Um, he is a poet. He is a philanthropist, and he mm. is... A loving father, um, just a dope ass human being and the host of the number one independent podcast on any platform, if you ask me, um, which is the Crow Show podcast. The host, his name is Torch the Poet. And if I you, ask, uh, I know what I'd be doing in the applause right now, but I don't got all that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, look, I'm like, man, you, you, you make me feel, uh, you make me feel grand. Grand, sir, grand. And I definitely, um, I receive every, every bit of, uh, positive of, of uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, I, I call it affirmation. You know what I'm saying? Positive upliftment, positive affirmation. Um, it's a blessing, man, to, to have watched this young man certainly grow and branch out to his own, man. Um, like I'm so proud to, to know that he has his own now because I feel like he's ready. And um I'm just looking forward to to seeing you grow, you know, real talk, man. So let's get at it. Appreciate it, appreciate it. All right, bro. So um where do I wanna start? I guess I, I kinda sorta wanna start from the beginning, kinda um just allow you the the listeners um who may not know, um, just like where you started, where you come from. Um, and then we'll go from there. So just give yourself a little introduction in terms of, you know, where you're from and who you are. No doubt. No doubt. So born and raised in Chicago, um, migrated down to Florida after the transitioning of my mommy, um, back in, uh, exact date is December 28th, 2006. Um, a complete utilitarian. Um, I believe in fighting for everyone and in a manner of equality um however i've never lost sight of my heritage um i totally feel like you know i i'm on a whole different different level which is the same level that little bro chuck is on where we are revolutionist if you will Uh, and, and 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 certainly we're here to revolutionize not just podcasting but um, the world as a whole. And I really have, uh, no problems, man, sticking up for what's right, believing in my ideals. You know, as long as they're not way the fuck out left field. Right. Um, you know, but just being, you know, being, be, being on the side of, of, of what's right and not wrong and giving people a safe place when it comes to my, my podcast and my platform. So, um, so, um, so speaking of safe places, man, like where you come from, Chicago, Shotown, 
shot mm-hmm. rack as it's both affectionately and you know unaffectionately called because mm-hmm. um of what goes on in Chicago, the the, mm-hmm. the gang violence. Um mm-hmm. what was it like to have your coming of age be in, in that type of environment? Um scary to be one hundred because a lot of times man you you had to worry about what colors you're wearing um you had to damn near memorize the blocks that you would have to travel upon um if you didn't get a pass in certain areas you know what i'm saying you might as well not even go over there because you can't not bang your hat to the right if if you folks which is what i was um it's 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 really scary man it's 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 surreal however it is very very scary because that is like you just have to deal with that type of life and adapt right. you know what i'm saying right. Yeah, because, like, growing up in uh, Mobile, Alabama, where I'm from, man, like, you know, so how you mentioned how, you know what I'm saying, like, it's not even, like, if you if you walk, if you just walk in the street and, and make the, make a left instead of making a right, you know what I'm saying, that could be the end of you, where I ain't never really so much have to worry about it to that, ex- that extent in terms of just walking up the street, but if I did find myself on the wrong side of town or whatever, you know what I'm saying, it could possibly be, and not, and not even really have anything to do with it because I wasn't a street dude but because people might know hey yo I know your family I know where you from you know what I'm saying and you automatically get pulled into it so I did have that aspect of it you know what I'm saying in terms of mm-hmm. those those type of scares but I'm I'm not even trying to compare it because I know it's it's on a, on a on a vastly different level especially when you in that life um but thankfully um you transition from that, you know what I'm saying? And I don't want to dwell too much on it because I, I don't want to start verifying it or denying it, you know what I'm saying? So that's definitely why I want to touch on it a little bit. But I know that's in the past, and, and we, we tend, you tend to want to leave things there. So I'm glad you transitioned from that life, bro. Um, yeah. But I guess I never really asked you this question. Like, like what was the spark for that, for you to, to walk away from that and, and be like, you know what, this ain't it. I got to do something more. Oh man, that's actually a really great question. Uh, you know, you would think it was after I got shot by Latin King, but it wasn't. Um, actually, you know, it was, it was after my mommy had transitioned. Um, because I was like, you know, shit really just got real for me after my mommy had transitioned. It was like a whole different level of, of shit got real. I mean, even when I lost my pops, uh, September 13th, 2001, it wasn't as, um, and you know this, you know, it wasn't as, uh, earth shaking, earth rattling, um, as me losing my mommy. So it, it, I, that really was the catalyst for me to be like, you know, this shit is really, um, shit is really whack, man. Like, you know, like I can make money without a damn gang. I mean, you make more money with a, without a gang, you know, even if you want to hustle, um, you make way more money. Um, but it was like, you know, enough's enough. Um, because you just, you, you, you really realize, man, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I get it. Like, whenever I go back to Chicago, like, you always going to be associated with what you first plugged in with. So I get it. Um, but you know, man, at some point, like, the reality is like, yo, I ain't trying to be out here motherfucking repping, banging, shooting out of the hell no. <laughs> like, them days are long gone. Right. You know? 
Um, so yeah, yeah, man. Just my, my mommy transition was definitely a catalyst. Definitely. Understood. Understood. Um, so I know the <clears throat> reverence you have for your mom. And at mm-hmm. first I had this question phrased in a way that was kind of generic, but, um, I kind of had a feeling the answer to it that <clears throat> could have been your mother anyway. So I'm just going to answer it. And, and, and like, if you had the opportunity, where you are right now in your life, knowing everything you know, if you had the opportunity to ask your mom one question, what Ooh, would that question good. be? Uh, he coming with some fire. You have been learning, huh? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, mm. mm. Ooh, that's that, that's a that's a great question. Um. How am I doing? How am I doing? You know, with, with regarding podcasting to be, be very, uh, specific, but, but you know, Hey mommy, how am I, how am I doing with this podcasting? That would, that would, that would definitely be the, the question I would ask. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, can't ask why, you know, why you had to pay. Like, you know, as, as much as I think people would love to say, well, you know, I would ask, my mom or, or my loved one, what have you, you know, why didn't you such and such to prevent your death? Like, I really can't to me that, you know, like you can't really harp on that. Right. Um, Cause it's, 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 it's a moot, it's a moot point. Yep. You know? Very yeah. much, very much, very much. So why even go there to begin with? I feel you. Yep. Yep. You know, very much so. So yeah, definitely. You know, how am I doing with the podcasting? Cause, um, it's a great my, question. My grandmother's birthday was yesterday. And oh man! We had Happy belated. Exactly, we had a a heavenly birthday for her, um, me and my siblings, and it was literally mm-hmm. like out of the blue, like totally like last minute, unexpected. We, I just, my sister, I guess she just got it in her spirit to um hit us all up and be mm-hmm. like, "Look, I'm about to cook. I'm gonna cook a dinner for Granny tonight, and we're gonna turn up for Granny." And mm-hmm. uh, man, like that was like the in the, the first time. Probably since she passed that we had all like literally been all five of us been in the same under the same roof together, bro. Mm, mm, you know mm, what I'm saying? And, and it's mm. not because it's like any well there of course we're siblings, so there has been some animosity. Of course. But not yeah, to course. the point to where you know what I'm saying, like that. It's just like people just been living their own lives, you know what I'm saying, going through what they're going through on their own. But it's it's almost like you almost feel separated, <clears throat> so to speak. Um, and I, I guess I guess I never asked you, bro. Like, do you have any siblings, or are you 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 only child? Uh, no. Um, you know, my parents did get divorced at the age of five, so I my old man got remarried. Um, so I do have through my old man getting remar- remarried. Excuse me. Um, Brandon, which is who I actually had an interview. Actually, I don't like saying that we're interviewed. So I had a great conversation with, um, when I was still on, on, on anchor. Um, and then my little sister Trinity, who just, well, it's been about a month now. Um, she came out with her book, which is called a heart full of gratitude. Um, it's a, uh, you may have seen it on Facebook where it's a personal journal, a daily journal of, of jotting down what you're thankful for. Um, which is brilliant. Um, and then my, on my mommy side, she's 16 years later after my birth, 
um, she had my little brother, Keenan, who's taller than I. <laughs> um, so, you know, two brothers, one sister, and then I have a stepbrother, um, due to when my old man got uh, remarried. Um, she, uh, my stepmom obviously had a, had her son prior to, uh, Brandon and Trinity being born. So my stepbrother Marcus. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, so for me, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, I grew up in a house full of women. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So I kind of had it coming all the way around in terms of between, you know, my mom, my grandma, my sisters, you know, having to, to deal with the trying to, cause I'm, I'm, I'm trying to disrespect my queens. You know what I'm saying? But, of course. You know how I be, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you know saying? things go, things happen and they get upset that, you know what I'm saying? The mm-hmm. person and carrying on, having to deal mm-hmm. with that, with that tongue that can, somebody can cut through diamonds sometimes that it'd be, they Hell be yeah. out so hard. You know what I'm saying? So, Hell um, yeah. and I'm sure you had to deal with that with your moms as well. You know what I'm saying? So, yes, sir. What, what advice would you give to, to young brothers coming up or maybe listening in and having to deal with something like that? Mm, boy, you coming with these questions tonight. I'm proud of you. God damn, man. Damn. I, I'm like, why the fuck I ain't think about shit like this? <laughs> um, what would I tell young men? Um, mm. you actually have me going back in my mind, try to, you know, think of, of, of my like eight year young self, nine year young self. Um, and, I would, I would say, you know, young men, especially if you're an alpha, which we had a whole conversation about being an alpha, but if you're an alpha, um, play the card that you have to bring light to the subject of what you're going through. Okay. Um, by that, you know what I'm saying? I knew that I had a gift with poetry even as a young man. So, you and as a Scorpio, you motherfucker, right? I was about to lay a guilt trip on my mom's for like, you know, some of the the, the words that were being spewed out and um, the physical abuse. So you know, I, yeah, I would drop little hints and, and notes and shit around the house and shit like that. Even you know, and again, I knew I was damn near gaslighting because, as you mentioned, you know what you're really dealing with when you have these type of women who will cut you like a a knife with their words. Um, so, you know, a lot of times it was, what, fu- what the fuck is this dumbass shit you leaving? You know, shit like that. Um, but all I can say is you have to keep putting it out there like, yo, I, I'm not really in agreement with this shit. And you might cuss me out, which that hurt more than you beat my ass. But like, I'm, you know, I, I was taught to be a leader. So to me, I'm like, I'll take these ass whippers so long as you understand that I'm bringing to your attention what's really going on. So I think young men, um, I'm not condoning keep yourself in a in a moment of um abuse. Um I also feel like, you know, you gotta stand you gotta stand tall, man. You gotta stand tall. Stand tall on the paint as they say. Exactly. That's what I had to learn. Cause I used to man I used to just be like, you know what, let me just shut up and mm-hmm. keep high how I'm feeling to myself and you know what I'm saying? Sometimes I let my sisters get away with murder, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, but I had to learn, like, yo, like, nah, because for one, it ain't good for them because it, it, it's 
setting the precedent that they, they can just do whatever they want and run over a, a, a yep. man. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So like, you know what I'm saying? Or a boy. And then, and, and I was like, well, that's not setting a good example because they need to know like that's, this is not how you deal. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? With the opposite sex. Mm-hmm. And then, so, you know what I'm saying? I had to learn to assert myself and, and, and require the respect that I was giving from them. You know what I'm saying? And then also mm-hmm. let them know like, if you, I'm going to respect you. I'm going to respect y'all as my sisters. I'm going to respect y'all as my, my, my parental figures. But at the right. same time, I need y'all to understand where I stand in this, in, in these mm-hmm. relationships we have too. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. We're going, and we're going, we're going to grow from it. We're going to learn from it. We're going to grow from it. So I, absolutely. I feel like I'm in a better place, a somewhat better place now with my siblings, but it's still growing pains, even as adults. You know what I'm saying? Like we trying to, mm-hmm. cause we, we, right now we, we, we went from, especially the, the, a lot of the trauma we went through, you know, mm-hmm. like trying to come out of that and as kids and be whole and then transition into adulthood and having mm-hmm. our own individual families and still trying to figure everything out. So, you know, but I'm, I'm grateful to know because uh, could not know him, thing, but you know what I'm saying? That's, that all go back to granny, you know, keeping the family together. I, I was, uh, if, if you don't mind me asking, I, I wanted to ask you, uh, cause I have wrote down, um, what would you ask, uh, your granny, you know, if, um, you were given that opportunity to, to ask her one question? Um, man, cause I, as I, you know, thought about that question, I, you know, for you, I, I did think about it for myself and then it, it would either, I would either ask her one like you, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, are you proud of me where I'm at right now in my life? Like, where, like, do I, do I, do I, do I cut the mustard? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, so I would either ask her that or, um, I, I would ask her cause I, I've never, she was a, she was always a hardworking woman. You know what I'm saying? And she had her vices, you know what I'm saying? She loved her, her dark liquor. She loved her wine. She loved her gambling. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. outside of that, you know what I'm saying? Like other than, other than being with us, you know what I'm saying? Like I would, I never, I don't, I never really knew anything more personal about her outside of that. So I guess I right. would ask her, you know what I'm saying? Like, like granny, like what in this world literally just make, make you, made you happy? Like what, mm. what, 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 what motivated you, kept you going outside of us? Because I mean, yeah, she, I know she did it for, I know she did a lot of what she did for us, mm-hmm. but you know, in terms of loving yourself, like what, or her loving herself, like what was it, like what was her, 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 her pleasure, her, her, her individual pleasure palace? Like what was it that, what, what was it that, you know what I'm saying? Like her inspiration, that, that's what I was mm-hmm. after. When, when, when I had the chance to sit down with my grandmother and I still, I, I talked to her not too long ago and she's not really keen on this shits, but I'm like, yo, I would love to record our conversation and then play it. Um, but she, but, but you know, my grandmother's born in Arkansas. Um, she's straight, straight country gal. Right. Um, but, you know, when she told me stories of how she was alongside of her, her mother, so my great grandmother, um, as she picked cotton, just blew my mind, bro. Like, I'm like, God damn. Um, love her brown liquor too. 
a rum and coke. Um, but just the, the, the sense of work ethic, she, you know, she's still, which, you know, I would love to get my grandmother the world because I know she still cleans, um, and I'm not, I'm not going to put color in it, but you know what I'm saying? She still cleans for, um, other people. Mm. Just say it like that. Um, and bro, what's, what's crazy is, man, and I'm not trying to go off tangent, my family got bread. This motherfucker's got bread, bro. My aunt, bro, she, Actually, this ain't, this not my, this not my platform, so I'm gravy. You know, my aunt, bro, she, before the COVID hit, she was like one of the, one of the type of people who would take three, four cruises a year. Um, retired from the banking sector, well over worth a million. Like, my grandmother even has money coming in from my grandfather's pension from the military. My family have money, but, um, I don't know. I'm like, I don't know why my grandmother still has to work hard. So when I hear you say working, working hard, you know, it's like, I really don't understand how like this, you know what I'm saying? Like the grandkids, like you and I, we think like, yo, if I can give you the fucking world, like I, I would love to, you know? Um, but then I look at my aunts and my uncles like, what's up with you? My bad. I didn't mean to cut you off. Bro. Well, I was going to say, like, is it, is it, is it, is it, she works hard because she has to, or she works hard because she wants to? Cause that's, that's two different things right there. Um, I honestly, I, yeah, no, I definitely understand what you're saying. Um, and, and, and you're, you're definitely spot on with that. Um, I, I feel like it's, it's because she wants to, because she was controlled for so long. Like when my grandfather transitioned, she, she, she being my grandma, she cut her hair down to the length that she wanted. Um, it pretty much, it was her sense of, of freedom that she was taken back. Um, so I also felt like her working because she she never had to work when my grandpa was alive. Um, so when I felt like when when he passed away, it was more like transition. Pardon me. It was more like, oh, yeah, I'm going to gain my control, my sense of independence, though. I'm still getting money from his pension. And, and she sold the apartment buildings that he had, which I don't know why the fuck she did that. But another story. Right. I just, I just think it was the, you know, no one's controlling me. I have control over my own life. Um, let me see what it's like to work. You know, those type of things. I feel you. Cause I, I really feel like if uh, my grandmother retired or whatever, but I think she retired more so because, cause she was always a traveling nurse. That's what she liked to do. She didn't like to mm. sit still in no hospital or no doctor's office or nothing like that. She liked to go out and about and do house calls and stuff like that. Cause she was a, uh, you know what I'm saying? She was a traveling RN. So mm-hmm. I honestly feel like if she would have never like lost her license or anything like that, and she probably still be working. She probably, and she, like if she was healthy and alive, she would mm-hmm. probably still be working right now. Like, no, mm-hmm. I, I don't doubt it because, um, even when she, cause she, cause she could have been retired earlier, um, if she wanted to, honestly and truthfully, but cause, Pretty much once we were all grown and out of the house, she could have retired right then and there, but she didn't. She still worked like five years after that. Damn. Uh, and I think it was only because her vision had got so bad and she lost her license. That, mm. that, that's the reason why she stopped working because she couldn't do the type of nursing that she wanted to do no more. So she just was like, you know what? I'm just going to go on and call it this. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Strong women, bro. Yeah, man. Strong yeah. women. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. Um, strong queens, you know what I'm saying, bro? Exactly. Yeah. So now let me bring it back uh, a little bit. Um, yep, yep. So 
as I stated in the intro, you yeah. are the host of the Crow Show. Mm-hmm. Now, let me tell you, because like for a long time, well, not for a long time, but like towards the beginning, like when I first met you and everything like that, I noticed, bro, like you got a habit of making an acronym out of everything, man. I'm not <laughs> knocking it, back. It's, it's a facts. It's, it's dope, man. Like, I love it, bro. Like especially facts. when like like the Crow Show, like when I found out what the Crow Show stood for, can't really write it wrong. I was like, man, that's fucking amazing, bro. Like, so like, what be the inspiration for that? How do you come about that, like? Like, do you pick a word and be like, okay, I'm going to make an acronym out of this word, or do you just, it just formulate together and it just so happen to make a word? Man, this, man, you, you come up with some motherfucking great, I, I feel like you had these questions already in store, man. This is crazy. <laughs> this is crazy. Um, hmm. One, I'm very intrigued that you even noticed that. Not, not many people know, notice that about me, but that, damn, little bro, I'm, I, that's very intriguing because he, King Chuck is spot on. I, I, I literally, Try to make an acronym out of damn near, damn near so many words, and the, and a lot of times I am doing it intently because I feel like I have to find a way to make my uh, my message stick in the minds of people, and it's kind of a psychological thing. Like you know, it's it's easier to have it stick when you have have it being an acronym, and you see these dot 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 you know, in between the letters. Um, it makes a person want to know, well, what is, you know, crow? What the fuck? Um, a raw, you know, what, what the fuck is raw? You know, relevant, amazing, worthy, um, that acronym of, my, of mine. Right. Um, uh, the clothing company I'm coming out with, you know, well, actually it's already out, but I just need to get some things done. Um, which is fate, you know, for all to enjoy. Um, shit just come to me, man. I, I honestly, like I, I, shit really comes to me. Bro, um, that fate joint, bro. That's hot, bro. Like that could be the new Fubu, bro. Like for real, for real. Man, I swear <laughs> to gosh, and 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 no bullshit. That is what inspired that name. To be candid, was what you just said. Um, so I really appreciate. I received that. I received that. Like nah, for real, bro. That's dope. Y'all to enjoy fate. Yeah, I, I kid got, you not. I already got designs and shit in my head, bro, popping up automatically. Like that's crazy. No, I, I really received that because I swear to gosh, man. Um, <laughs> that's exactly kind of what you know. Um, oh man, what's my man's name that was on Shark Shark Tank? Um, oh god damn it, Damon. I um, I'm like yo, like what they did with Fubu, man, out of the basement, right? Uh, so, um. Great question, man. Great question. But, but, but even with us and, and shout out to Chris unplug, um, even with, with him, I, I kind of threw some out there regarding, um, what did I fucking say? Er, uh, erotic. Um, because I saw, you know, these, these, these people out here who have eargasm. And like I told him, we had a great conversation. I was like, bro, you're doing what's like, you know, I'm like, it's something intriguing when a man can, Produce content that has you not wanting to move. Right. Um, and I'm like, you know, when it, go ahead, my bad. No, I was just gonna say, you don't want to miss a beat. Like, you need, like, what's coming yeah. up next? You know what I'm saying? I'm ready. Yeah. I'm ready. Yeah. And, and, and like I told him, you know, it's, it's, it intrigues me because I'm like, I'm not really wanting to want to hear no fucking music through no damn phone. I can do that shit at home. <laughs> you know, being 100. 
but he plays shit that I'm like, you know, goddamn, bro. Like, you know, from the, the country western, you know, shit that I was not. My grandfather would like have a fit if I'm listening to, you know, and I'm over here. I'm, you know, the inner white boy in me is coming out like, hell yeah, you know, I'm rocking on the shit. You know, like you can't, you can't help but to be in tune. So I was like, yo, I'm like, like, like you had a whole different dynamic, you know. Um, it, it, so I, 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 these acronyms, man, I don't, I, I don't, cause I don't, I think, I think Chris actually kind of gave you the, the tentatively, um, untitled, you know, and, and how you spun that, and you was like, yo, that'd be perfect for my part, and then bada bing, bada boom, here we are. Um, I just, I don't know, man. You, you know, you, uh. I think we all have these talents that, cause listen, bro, I, I really, really value your mind. Um, man, I mean, you are so intelligent, man. This shit you said that I'm like, no, I'm, I'm being 100. I, I'm not even trying to dick ride on your podcast. I'm just saying, like, I, I, there's some things you'll say that I'm like, damn, I didn't even think about that. Um, when you picked Gaddafi, you know what I'm saying? I was like, Jesus Christ, I didn't even think about that. Um, and y'all have to listen to the podcast episode in order to what I'm talking about. But I'm like, yo, 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 the, the, the brilliance, um, of who you are, bro. Like, like, yo, uh, yeah, man. Like, um, so we all have these gifts. It'd be hard for me to see it sometimes. Like, but I, I do appreciate it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I receive that with the utmost respect, bro. Um, but like going on, so basically, like what I was going into since we was uh, the, these questions are, are more centering around the show, um, your podcast and everything like that. Like what was the? Because I, I know who some of your your heroes are, um, you know, Donahue, Oprah Winfrey, um, among others. Um, so what was it? that that sparked the interest in podcasting like where you just tuned into a show and was like you know what i can do that too or you know like what like what was it that made you decide to go ahead and dive dive off the deep end with this i might have to steal some of these questions you got for real real shit i ain't fucking around um (laughs) ever since i was young man i've i just really remember like trying to um <laughs> I love entertaining. I never forget the one year my mommy dressed me up. I can't think who the other person was, but one of the one of the the, the parts of, of the Halloween costume was Michael Jackson. But in his um um not not Dirty Diana, Smooth Criminal. Okay. Um, in that video, um, and I forgot who the other. It, it was like a cross, and like I'll never forget, man. I think I might have just started. Like my daughter's mother and I, I, I think we just became like bro, boyfriend and girlfriend then too. I was nine and she was eight. Um, I'll never forget like <laughs> when I hit the the school grounds, the girls like just ah ah and start chasing me, yo. Real talk, real talk. And like when I got home, I told my mommy I was like I love that. Like I like I was so like 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 mind boggled but yet so excited by the whole like yo motherfuckers is like <laughs> like looking at me and, and and digging me for how i'm dressed and and like i'm a celebrity type of shit basically right. so i remember i used to um you know i used to try to make my mom smile and laugh when when i would try to emulate um certain host and what have you 
Um, so, so being a motor mouth has always been there, but maybe about four, maybe five years ago, um, I actually did visit the idea of podcasting because I felt like, <laughs> God damn, you right on with this. I'm actually going to release these videos, um, but I'm going to make them into like a little 60 second clip, but it was, it was when I was calling myself, uh, Mr. Grab your attention. And I was doing like, like, a, <laughs> which is why I respect Chris. I was doing like a, I would sit there and I'm kind of doing you. If, if anybody is old enough, they remember Donnie Simpson. So I was kind of oh, doing yeah, a, yeah, yeah. I was doing a, um, but I was making like, I'm your video uh, jockey. And so, you know, I was playing music that, you know, I, I felt like motherfuckers would vibe to. Um, and I got, I had, I had a decent following. <coughs> um, Little did I know I was prepping myself for what is right now. Right. So th- that whole wanting to have my voice out there was, was always there. Um, the whole pandemic sparked off the whole, you know, let me get into podcasting and shit. Not that I don't found, found Podbean, you know, that shit like crack to me. <laughs> yeah, you know, like I, I guess. It wasn't so much the pandemic. It was something I had been wanting to do. Honestly and truthfully, um, the first time when I watched Joe Rogan interview mm-hmm. Neil deGrasse Tyson, I mm. was like, yo. I love dude. Yeah, I love I love Neil. Like, this podcast and shit is dope, bro. Like mm-hmm. and then and then I started watching um the Joe Budden podcast. Um yeah. I got told I sound like him. Yeah, just then, just you know, randomly watching a bunch of different, you know, you know, mainstream and independent, low budget podcasts too, and then literally just seeing how people just, you know, what I'm saying, just having conversations, bro, just kick back, chilling, having conversations with each other, or just really just, you know, what I'm saying, pouring positivity, um, for the most part, because you every now and then you come across somebody that's on some weird ignorance. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Of course. For the most part, mm-hmm. you got people really pouring positivity in the world, whether they be sharing their own life experiences or just sharing affirmations. And I was like, you know what? Regardless of how big or small it was to be, I just really feel like I just want to do it. Like I just want to be able to spread, you know what I'm saying, yeah. my voice. You know what I'm saying? Right. I know, and I know everybody's not going to always agree with what I got to say. And that's cool because I don't agree with everything that, that that come my way either. You know what I'm saying? But mm. as long as it's all out of respect and love, I feel like podcasting is amazing, bro. And I, mm-hmm. I'm glad um, the universe saw fit to um, allow you to to find, you know, the the few the the, the few episodes me and my wife did, um, which allowed us to link up and formulate our relationship, bro. So like, yeah. No, I received that because I'm definitely thankful too, man, because, um, I, I knew what you, what you were capable of from the first time, like I had y'all on there, man. I was like, yo, um, you and wifey. I mean, we still going to get that popping. Um, I kind of had a vision between, uh, uh, two peas and a podcast and, and what you and wifey definitely were doing, um, regard, regarding you, Chuck, King yeah. Chuck, you and wifey. Um, but yeah, from, from, from the first moment, little bro, I, I was like, yo, I, I gotta get this dude on my damn team, man, because I, I look at you, man, like, look, man, like, real, some real shit. I was telling my roommate, I'm like, yo, I, I feel like 
I feel like he's like Scottie Pippen on Michael Jordan, you know, and that's one of the other people I, I look up to as I look up to Mike right there looking down at me like, come on, let's go. Um, Oprah, of course, is right there. Phil, Gerardo, Howard Stern, Herb Kent. Um, <clears throat> I, I, I really, I was like, yo, I, I like, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, like competition is good, but then you begin to realize you're only as good as your team. And when the universe blesses you with a little bro, though, we don't have the immediate, uh, connection with, with, with our bloodline. We're still through ancestry connected. Right. Um, but when you have the dynamic to be able to be like, yo, should I see greatness? Um, and like, I don't have to even really give you a manual. Like, like these questions are letting me know. I'm like, yeah, this, this yeah, I mean, you're ready. Um, it, it really does feel like, you know, the whole, like the Chicago Bulls in the nineties and I'm, and I'm Mike and, and you're Scotty and it's like, yo, let's, let's do this shit together. And you know what I'm oh, saying? Oh, um, most definitely. I mean, you already know being a Scorpio, bro, like we hella observing. You know, mm-hmm. we kick back and and we observe and we and we take mm-hmm. in our surroundings. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Especially if it's something that we admire. You know what I'm saying? Especially if it's something we admire, bro. And when I receive that. When I say I do admire you, bro, in terms of this podcast and stuff, and just just in life in general, um, as I come to know you, um, I, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I take in I, and I'm, I'm learning from, I like I said, I learn, I learn from you, bro. Like, um, and so like when it comes to like formulating questions and, um, things like that, like, like I said, I just, a lot of it, I, Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan too, cause I did. I oh yeah, absolutely. Lot. You know, I definitely, yeah, you know. like I said, I, I, I love how he, oh, yeah. even when you know he don't know completely anything about the topic that's mm-hmm. being talked about. He still mm-hmm. remains fully engaged mm-hmm. and he has questions on deck. You know what I'm saying? And he knows how to transition out of, out of something. Yep. So the, so the, the show don't, don't make a complete left turn. You know what I'm saying? Like, yep. I, I mm-hmm. love that about, I love yep. that about him, bro. So like, and then you with, um, how you, like how you can come off the, off the cuff with a question, but then also mm-hmm. how you're prepared with questions as well, too. You know what I'm saying? And, and then also with the, the care you take with how you word them. Cause people don't, mm-hmm. people don't realize, you know what I'm saying? Like the way something is worded mm-hmm. can drastically change the answer. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. That you're looking yep. for. Cause I, I know I realize what you be doing. You don't just be asking random questions for the most part. Like you be asking questions to elicit certain responses, which feed mm-hmm. into the next questions that you have on deck. Mm-hmm. People don't really realize that, even mm-hmm. though because they be they probably like man, they, they how is this stuff even connected? Like they be going yep. off on tangents, but that it really be if you pay attention. Because yep. I because I go back and I listen to the episodes too. I'd be like, man, he think he he think he know what he yeah. is. like. He think he he yeah. I, 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 was, I, I was saying to myself, he trying to hide it, but I see it. I'm mm-hmm. together. <laughs> yep. Yep. You have to. You know, that's what Oprah does. That's what Phil does. You have to. Because, you know what I'm saying? Who wants to have the same redundant, boring, you know, yep, I agree. You agree? Sure, we all agree type of shit, man. Right. Most definitely. Um, and when them, when them, when them conversations start to get a little like, uh, you know, um, like, like when, when wife, when wifey said, Oh my gosh, I'm about to, I'm about to scream like a pterodactyl. 
<laughs> I was like, well, that's my cue. <laughs> you know, uh, I still actually, I'm going to publish that episode too. But, you know, I'm like, um, yeah, man, you, uh, I don't know, you ready. So, so, so let's get back on point. Let's get back on point. Right. So my next question was in terms of, so you, your show's popping, bro. You, you was on Anchor, well over 200 episodes on Anchor, going mm-hmm. hard in the paint, making all type of connections, um, even with people down here in GA, um, mm-hmm. all the way, all the way across the water, across the whole, um, Atlantic Ocean, all the way mm-hmm. to the motherland. Mm-hmm. Um, tell people what you got going on in Ghana, bro, the, the, your, um, your, um, the, the, the cause, if you, yes, if you the will, the cause right. you got going on. With, definitely. It, it's Operation Bags. Again, bags, as, as Lil Bro stated. Um, I turned that into an acronym, which bags stands for bringing affluence, um, in parentheses to, um, Ghana selflessly. So bringing affluence as my canine son munches on his <laughs> bone in the background to get the mirror out. Um, Operation Bags, bringing affluence, again in parentheses, to Ghana selflessly. And by that, um, the reason why I want to do great things for, for Ghana, which they have embraced me. Um, I mean, the, the love over there is un, <laughs> unreal. Um, and I've certainly spread that love around to everyone else in my circle. Um, even, even, even down to my uncle, um, blood uncle at that. Um, I want to start off with, with clothing items. Um, and, and I, I, I just want to make it to a, a, an outreach that, you know, clean water, running water, um, um, toilet, like everything that, uh, affluence is, is going to be centered around, you know, knowledge, um, just everything, man. Like, and so to me, it's like, even if people donate or they don't, like, I'm all about making my money one way or another. I really, you know, to me, I don't expect people to have to fund, um, what you should really begin yourself. So for me personally, you know, I've already got Gold Gang, who was out in Ghana as ambassadors. Um, and you're going to eat your food, baby boy? Um, pardon me. Um, talking to K9, baby. And so I have them as ambassadors. Um, and like I told them, you know, I'll look out for y'all, do this, do that. Like, so it's already in motion. Um, you know, people definitely want to donate, um, or, or even just, Read what it's about. You can go to the crowshowpodcast.com, my website, and hit the drop down menu and click on operation bags. Um, but you know, it's, it, it's definitely about bringing a, that world of affluence, uh, to the Ghanaians. And, um, you know, we got to do that. We got to do that. Definitely, man. Like, I think it's beautiful, bro. Like, um, how, just something so simple as having a conversation on the internet can spark something like this. You know what I'm saying? Like that's a that's a beautiful mm-hmm. thing, bro. Um mm-hmm. 
I'll definitely be uh, going in to check it out. Um, and then, you know what I'm saying? Of course, I'm going to participate however I can, bro, because, you know, we a team. No, y'all, y'all appreciate it. I got yeah, it. no, I appreciate 100%. it. Um, I definitely appreciate it. That's just dope. And it just reminded me of that one episode where uh, Buddy called in from South from South Africa. Yeah. Man, that, yeah. Like, it's just it's crazy yeah. how, <laughs> how uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, just the reach. You know what I'm saying? Like, like that's what, mm-hmm. that's, that's what I was saying. Like, I, I really feel like your reach may be bigger than what you think it is. Because I, I feel like for every person that's tuned in that hears it, you know what I'm saying? Like, even though, yeah, they may not necessarily hear it live or whatever, but people have playbacks and everything like that. You know what I'm saying? So, like, for every for every one person that actually tunes in and hears it, there'll probably be five others mm-hmm. that, you know what I'm saying, they just they just caught the playback or they, or, you know, mm-hmm. maybe that person shared it and was like, hey, yo, listen to what these brothers were saying over there in America. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. I feel like your reach is probably a whole lot bigger than what you think it might be. But, um, I really <clears throat> applaud you for, 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 for doing that and, and, um, putting together that cause, bro, because it's about spreading love, you know, so yeah. uplifting people. And I, you know what I'm saying? I mm-hmm. respect for that. No, I appreciate you, bro. I do. Cause you're right about that. We have to, you know, it's an obligation, man, you know, because I, if, if it wasn't for that brother, uh, China Paul, I, I never would have been blessed with that, that feature in the magazine. So, um, you know, I gotta give love back, man. Got to. For sure. For sure. Mm-hmm. So, um, mm-hmm. Mr. Entrepreneur, mm-hmm. the pet chef himself, I ain't forget about that. You know, <laughs> I ain't forget about Hell that. Hell yeah. Hell um, yeah. I, I respect, Hell yeah. I respect, you know what I'm saying? Like, I may, I may not be a fan of capitalism, but I'm yeah. always and forever be a fan of people getting out here to get this money. You know what I'm saying? Cause, yeah. They, especially us people of color, because they they try oh, yeah. so hard to keep it from us. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I'm gonna always be um, respectful of that and uplift that by all means. So, mm-hmm. so for any young entrepreneurs who may be listening, you know what I'm saying? What what is what is a few key pieces of advice you would give in terms of being an entrepreneur? I would say tap into what brought you joy as a child the most um because for me what brought me joy the most um was not only writing so there'll be several things it was not only writing but it was it was cooking um and then a, a certain love for animals as well um so once you tap into that you're good to go as far as getting that that creative spark i would say don't look at it from, you know, how much money can I make? Because shit, you probably won't make nowhere near what you hope to make in the first couple of years. It's not going to be because a lot of it is your own startup money that you're putting up. And, you know, that that can sometimes not be uh, the cheapest, you know, like you, you may be putting up a little bit more than you, you expected. Um, definitely learn to. If you don't know how to operate in Excel, learn, 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 because you do have to have your profit to loss margin. And you have to have that profit to loss sheet um, so that you can know what you're spending, what you're putting out versus what you're bringing in, um, keeping, retaining. Um, and, you know, shit, man, I would say definitely if you're able to maybe 
if you can't pick the brain of someone who is in your same uh, entrepreneurial field, if you will, if I can say that correctly. Because um, like for me, when I went to, to visit a gentleman on St. Pete Beach um, who owns a uh, pet boutique, um, he actually helped me understand how to redo my label by some key things that he gave me um, as free advice. So it's like, you know, sometimes you'll, you'll be able to, to start to really buy with people who have been in the business to hell with what color they are. But you can be able to buy with some people who have been in the business long enough. And you know what I'm saying? Get some, some vital information. So don't be afraid to be open and receptive to, to bonding and building those type of relationships. And, uh, don't be afraid, you know? Definitely do not be afraid because it's never a failure. Um, you know, I still have ideas that are tucked away that I know will definitely transpire and, and become a manifestation of reality. Um, they just weren't meant to happen when I started them. That's all. I got you. I feel uh, you. you. You know, so I would say, you know, don't be afraid. And, you know, um, there's going to be many levels to greatness of entrepreneurship, man. You know, you should. You should. What well, an entrepreneur shouldn't just have one damn, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you, you know, I don't think you should have only one goal, but start with that one that you know, like, like I said, from childhood made you feel like, you know what I'm saying? Like that, that joy, man, that, that, that not program, not polluted joy. And there it is. That's what's up. I respect mm -hmm. that, man. I respect that. Cause, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm, I'm working on, you know, becoming a little bit more entrepreneurial myself. Mm -hmm. Um, cause I do want to transition completely out of the workforce eventually. Um, mm -hmm. so. Um, I appreciate that advice because I'm definitely going to take heed to, to it. Because, oh, yeah. um, I definitely want to get there myself. And keep that fear. That fear, you know, a lot of people be lying, man. Oh, man, you can't. Don't fear nothing. Man, fuck that. Keep that fear. That fear is going to keep you right where you need to be, for real. You know what I'm saying? Fear is not necessarily a bad thing. That's it's all about, I, yeah, I think people put a certain type of uh, stigma on fear and a lot of times, you know, it, it, it fear is, is, is simply something to me that comes about from, from the unknown. Like you don't know. Right. So that's why I say keep that fear because then you'll, you'll do more research. You know what I'm saying? You'll, you'll dig deeper, you know, so, you know, embrace that fear. Well, bro, mm -hmm. I think this, the interview portion of this show, I'm going to end it right here, bro. Um, because that's pretty much all the questions I was able to formulate um, at the time. But I definitely plan on having you back again to do a follow-up interview. Um, so no in the future, you know what I'm saying? So we're going to make that happen. Plus, of course, you're going to be, I'm pretty sure you'll be a frequent guest from time to time on the show as well, too. So we'll definitely yeah, have an yeah. opportunity to dive into some more of these these um, these uh, topics, you know, or, or rather these are questions that we spoke about this evening. Um so right now, what I do want to do, though, because I'm not ready to, mm. to, to end the show altogether, but if anybody want to call in. Oh, and, um, okay. You read my mind. You, you read my mind. You, can just, you know what I'm saying? Get the, you read my mind. Get to talk about some things that's been going on in the world. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, you read my mind. Whatever come to mind. So we're going to freestyle this thing. I ain't really got nothing 
specific I really want to talk about. But if anybody in the call in, please feel free to do so. Because I know, you know, look, I'm over here. Uh, I want to look. I want to know if somebody ever. Ha- I want to know if anyone who's listening have you ever slept with your friend's boyfriend? Ooh. And or girlfriend. Ooh. The torch come with that fire. Now, y'all may not have left yet, damn it. Don't y'all? Has anyone out there listening call in if y'all got the moxie? If your clit, if your clit is 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 big enough, if your balls hang long enough, again, have you ever? Huh? No, I was gonna say it's just me and Torch. We ain't gonna bite nobody. Y'all call on in. Okay. Have you ever? Have you ever slept with a friend? A friend's, pardon me, boyfriend and or girlfriend. I know, now look, I know some of y'all ain't goddamn squeaky clean listening. I know Chris, you, Chris, you get a pass. Chris unplugged, I know you get a pass. Yeah, Chris, so, Chris and some of y'all. Bro. I, uh, I have never done <coughs> that, but I have had it happen to me. Oh. One, one, one of my partners, well, I, I don't call her my girlfriend no more because that was just, that was, um, unforgivable. So I don't even want to say she wouldn't never mind to begin with. <laughs> that's how I look at it. Well, yeah, that's real. That's real. I mean, woo. Yeah, I, uh, woo. I, uh, I definitely have. I, I definitely, uh, I, uh, several times, you know. <laughs> um, a lot of times this shit wasn't my fault. You know, and, and look, man, look, man. My hair was long as fuck back then too. So if you, so hair, you know, you go, you go yeah, it was because if, if, a, if a woman go to, if a woman, oh, you got, you got a baby, you got that baby hair, look at that. And then, and then start to go pulling on it. Yo, I mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, shit, what, what you telling me? Shit. You know, it's not my, not my fault. Look, to me, I'm like, I don't know, man. I, I, you can call me a hoe, but <laughs> I look at it like, yo, if you, man, look, man, if I'm not doing my business in the bedroom with, with any woman I'm, I'm with and I can't be bold enough to have a conversation and she has to go out there and get fulfilled, I cannot hate on her, you know? So, you know, some of my friends, chicks, I'm like, you know, it's not your fault you ain't eating her pussy right, nigga. Send it to me. I'll help you. She should. <laughs> I mean, I feel you, but at the same time, I'm like, oh, I don't know, bro. That's kind of now. Older is different. You talking younger? You oh, know? I mean, I, I'm I'm fairly certain of that. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, and I, yeah, and I not now. Hell and no, I, and I get it. That's why I ain't really like, like harping on it too. Much, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Cause, yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? When when you young, I mean, bro, especially yeah. you know if you. Under the age of twenty five, bro, like oh yeah, yeah. Truthfully, between and this is not, but just in the mind of a of a of a young dude, a young male, mm-hmm. eighteen to twenty five, everybody's mm-hmm. fair game, honestly, and truthfully, in, in their mind. Yeah. Point, bro, so like, yeah, I get it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, now you know, certainly, you know, uh, you know, at least twenty eight and older, absolutely not. Um, because you know, at at that point, like, I really wasn't even trying to like be that type of person, you know, like you, I don't know, like you said, 18, man, like it's, I don't know, when you becoming a man and, and, and you start to feel yourself, um, and then you, you have women 
start to feel you and, and blow your head up, keep it in 100. Yeah, shit changes, man. You know, I went through the craziest fucking awkward phase in high school, man. Um, and it's ironic because my daughter went through the same shit due to acne. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, it was like I went from like being like one of the cutest to one of the ugliest. And I never forget, man, when I came back for a basketball game and like, it's so funny, like some of the men who can relate to this shit, you know, any man, men other than Chris who, who's listening, but like I woke up one morning, bro, real talk and like had a fucking beard. Like I got back, like not all bushy, but like, you know, the, the shadow. And I was like, Oh shit. So like I never forget going to a basketball game when I had just graduated the year before at TF South. So went to a fucking basketball game and like all the fucking chicks are sitting up here. Oh my gosh, you look so cute with your beard. Oh, you got out of the car now. And it was dick riding the fuck out of me. And I'm like, yo, you just called me, you called me ugly last year. Yo, like, no, I'm, 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 and at that point I was messing with a chick who was 45. So I'm like, bird, I'm straight. Like I'm messing with somebody who's 45 and I'm dicking her down lovely. Like, come on, bro. No, nah, listen, man. Nah. Mm-mm. So, the Scorpios, damn it. I pretty much had a beard since I was 13 years old, man. Like, puberty. Goddamn. Puberty hit a nigga hard, bro. Like, that shit smacked me all up in the face, bro. So I pretty much had a full beard. And then, so I think it was probably, I was probably around 18, 19 when I just said, fuck it. I'm just going to let it grow. You know what Uh I mean? So, like, before it was popular, you know what I'm saying? I had a full thick beard. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) So. You know a Rick saying? Ross? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, b- before Rick Ross became Rick Ross, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. And so, but it was like, and then, you know, it was crazy. I, I remember the transition because it was like we had recently moved to Georgia. Rick Ross started popping, Port of Miami dropped, and all of a sudden, nigga, it was like <laughs> everybody and their mama was throwing draws my way. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you yeah. Overnight celebrity, and all because of his yeah. name, uh-huh. because Rick Ross got his big ass on TV, and the ladies are in love with his ass. Like, ain't just. Ooh, I've been my whole damn life, and here this nigga come out of the blue. Mm-hmm. Hey, so, 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 look, now I'm about to, so, 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 and of course for the listeners too. Have you, King Chuck, or anyone listening, have you ever told someone that I love you and they haven't said it in return and or flipped that and have some or has, pardon me, someone told you I love you <laughs> and you didn't say that shit in return? Again, I've listeners. Been, I've definitely been on both sides of that coin. <laughs> <laughs> I've definitely been on both sides of that coin, bro. Yeah, I feel you. I definitely. feel you. Definitely, because, you know what I'm saying, like, I always been the type to wear my heart on my sleeve, you know what I'm saying, so, like, when it comes to females, so, like, you know what I'm saying, if I was digging a chick, you know what I'm saying, if I felt it, I would say it, and so, quite often, I would, they would look at me like, nigga, is you crazy? <laughs> <laughs> and I don't get it back, and then, and then, you know, at first, I used to trip about it, like, yo, you can't say it back, but then I was like, you know what? She may not necessarily feel that way right now, so she ain't obligated to say it if, she, if that's not what she's feeling. I mean, even if it is what she's feeling, if she's not ready to say it, she she's still not obligated to. You know what I'm saying? So like, if that's what they want, if that's they then they're gonna say it whenever they're ready. So, <laughs> um, but 
so be so I got accustomed to that as far as on that side of the coin, but on the ver on the reverse side, that shit's hella awkward, bro. When somebody <laughs> that shit and that's not where your head is at at all. <laughs> oh man, facts. I mean, facts. Like yo, like really, like really, <laughs> like that's that's some heavy shit, man. You know, like um, that's some heavy shit. Especially like, when you feel like you've been you've been making it quite obvious, like that's not what you want. Like all you mm-hmm. want is whatever it is that you're doing with that person. Like, like if all I'm doing is hitting you up after 10 p.m., we the if we do grab something to eat, we just going to like Waffle House or the McDonald's. Drive, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like you, I don't talk to you. You call me or you message me all day, and I don't ever say nothing to you. But then all of a sudden, you know what I'm saying? Whenever I'm ready for some, I, I I got time to like I'm making it obvious. Like all I really want is sex, and if that's what you're cool with, cool. If you want some more, I'm not. That's not what I want. And I'm mm-hmm. willing whenever you're ready to cut me off. Cool, it's fine. I'll just find somebody else. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm thinking that these are. This is obvious. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. Shorty got to know what's up. And then, mm-hmm. like, two months into that, two months into that, Shorty was like, "Oh, I love you so much." And I was like, "What? What you? What? What? What you mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, why? How? <laughs> like, <laughs> you don't even know my real name." <laughs> Gave you my high school. <laughs> <laughs> Hell no. You know what I'm oh saying? my god. How, Charlie? Like you ain't, you ain't met nobody that that knows mm. me for real, for real. Like I ain't never been <laughs> for you for real, for real. Like what are you talking about? And I, and I asked her, like I said it to her like that, like like I, I, and she was like, I don't know, it's just something about you. And I was like, hmm. And I just never like that was it. That was it. I was done. I was like, nah. Cause that to me that was kind of crazy, you know what I'm saying? Like how you, I feel like it was gonna be toxic. Like how you in love with somebody you don't know my real name, like never did nothing for you. Like I haven't shown you in any way, form, or fashion that I'm a nice guy. But you just what? Nah. You say I'm out of here. Like fuck, fuck this shit. (laughs) Do you uh? I don't know. Should I ask you? No, I want to get you in trouble. I want to ask you this question. I'll leave that one alone. Um, yeah, I definitely want to get you in trouble. Cause you know, I got all these, these nice ones. Oh, this, this is a good one. Do you think, do you think there's more pressure on women or on men to perform in the bedroom when the time, you know what I'm saying, appropriates itself? Man, you already know the pressure is all on the man, bro. Like, mm-hmm. if a fee, if, what, what a, if a female come early, what? What? Right. Like, you right. know, all she got to do, and then the thing about it is, all she got to do is just make sure she lubed up, and that's it. Right. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? That's it. Like, literally, like, because if, if, if the dude is young enough and don't really give a fuck, nine times out of ten, he's going to do all the work anyway. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, like, Hell there's yeah. no real expectation. Um, well, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, on younger women, because now mm. when you start, because now that I'm an older guy, you know what I'm saying, I be wanting, you know, the wifey to, you know, do a little bit more work than before because you used to be. So I guess maybe 
on younger women that ain't no, definitely ain't no, 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 no aspect of having to be worried about performing because the nigga gonna do all the work anyway, like for real, for real. Um, yeah, like as long as she good to go and ain't got no smell. <laughs> Right? Remember that episode? Remember that episode on my shit I had called Cap Clean Ass Pussy? Yes. Like, so, like some of y'all out there with that wop. I'm talking about y'all got that wop wet ass pussy, but I'm like, do you got that, that Cap Clean Ass Pussy? Because, boy, Jesus! Some motherfuckers, it's like the Grim Reaper come in the room, like, you ready? Right, right. Like, <laughs> yo. So I'm gonna switch that's a bummer. I'm going to kind of switch yeah. gears a little bit, bro, because... Uh, you don't get yourself in trouble. I, not even that. Not even that. Because uh, anything like that would be strictly in the past anyway. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> nothing... You know yeah, facts. Like, I ain't worried facts. about that shit. Um, Say that. Say that. But uh, pretty much so. You know how we, we, we do on our conspiracy theory thing and, you know, agendas being created for whatever reasons they may be created, right? Mm-hmm. So, I don't know if you're yes. noticing, and I guess I'm not going to say it didn't, didn't really come out of nowhere, but it's been building up, especially since the the uh, the pandemic popped off, the whole stop the hate against Asians, which I'm I'm 100% in agreement with. You know what I'm saying? But it see, they seem to be going real hard about it now, especially like these these last this last month or so, like. You know what I'm saying? But between Jeremy Lynn speaking out about it and things just really being pumped and the hashtags popping up and being all over social media and stuff like that. Um, and then here yesterday, there was an incident here in Georgia where this young white dude bought a gun and the same and bought a gun and then the same day he went on a little murder spree and kill some kill some Asian people and and like three different massage parlors and they ended up catching him because he was on his way to Florida to go you know keep the keep the action going. You know what I'm saying? So and I'm and like I said, I'm not one like I said, I don't like anybody that's being bullied, discriminated discriminated against for whatever reason, I'm against that shit one hundred percent. But mm-hmm. what I don't like is when I feel like people's plights are being turned into an agenda. They're being mm-hmm. made to be a distraction because, you know what I'm saying, people, for whatever reason, trying to distract people's minds and, and get something else cracking. And I feel like that's what's going on with this situation. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Especially when, especially when, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm not, I'm not knocking, like I, I, I will stand in solidarity with him, but it's not, on me as a black man to, I'm going to say to, I guess I feel like insert myself into their fight. You see what I'm saying? Because it's not on them to insert themselves in the alpha. Yeah, they can stand in solidarity. Cool. But they don't necessarily have to be, they don't have to speak up for us. You see what I'm saying? That's what mm-hmm. I mean by insert themselves in our fight. They don't have to or are required to speak up for them. So now I for when when I see articles that are pretty much stating or or trying to make it seem as though us as black people 
we need to speak up for them and be mouthpieces for them. I don't, I don't know if I 100% agree with that because, well, we're not Asian. Like, I mean, we have similar plights. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I'm not going to, I'm not going to deny that, but I don't feel like I need to be going, you know what I'm saying? All hard in the paint like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't feel like that's, that's my obligation because I, mm-hmm. I'm still dealing with what I'm dealing with for my own people. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. I feel like, I feel like the agenda is kind of being pumped and especially in after that crazy amount of money that George Floyd family just got. Mm-hmm. So it's now I feel like they're trying to find a way to take light away from what we got going on, which is, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I understand how I'm sounding. Like, I like, don't think I don't understand that I may be coming off as a tad bit insensitive. And I no. understand why people may feel that way. You know what I'm saying? And I respect your right to feel that way. But at the same time, I'm not. I just, because I, I understand what, what they're going through. You know what I'm saying? It's very similar to a lot of the same shit we've had to deal with. I get that. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I'm not going to be upset if somebody Asian doesn't insert themselves into mm-hmm. my struggle because you're not a black, you're not black. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I appreciate and I respect and I, and I thank you for, you know what I'm saying? One to one of the standing solidarity, but ultimately we got to be on the forefront of this fight. Thanks. Thanks. So why do we also have to be on the forefront for their fight as well too? And that's my only issue I got with it. Mm-hmm. I um I didn't even know that there was a, a see th- th- this is what I mean by I really do feel like there's uh, uh so many of these 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 racially ethnic ethnically charged uh agendas to provide separatism um because I I really didn't even know about this shit man like. I, I, cause I, it's funny, I was talking about, I'm like, damn, you know, cause I'm really, I'm not a, I'm not a big fan of the whole hashtag Black Lives Matter because I understand the capitalistic movement behind it. I don't, I don't fret with anyone else's. I'm not here to debate. Like, that's me. That's them. It's all gravy. Um, but it's like now here, look, that's fizzled out. So now we're going to start, a ha- what did you say? Hashtag stop killing Asians. Is that it was like stop Asian hate or something like that? Stop, I don't know okay. That's what it was. My apologies. So stop, so hashtag, um, stop Asian hate, um, you know, allegedly speaking, I would have to confirm that, but I, I'm like, so now we have a new, uh, you know, hashtag agenda for 2021. It's like, what the fuck, man? Um, I, I, I don't understand why this shit keeps happening. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't understand why, why the, the, the polarizing of these, you know, hashtag black lives matter, hashtag, uh, Asian lives matter, hashtag blue lives matter. Like, like what in the fuck is going on, man? I mean, I, I, I don't, you know, <laughs> I don't understand. I heard fucking, what's the name, uh, 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 
Meg, Meg the Stallion was up on, on, up on stage, like, scissoring someone. Her and Cardi B, and it was, it was, uh, that, that performance just... for the Grammys or whatever, which, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to Jenna Jackson, bro, cause she, she walked and she, and she went through everything she went through to allow them to be on the grand stage and do that, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, True. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause pretty much Justin, uh, Justin Timberlake pretty much, you know what I'm saying? Ruined her career. The world. <laughs> yeah. Career, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I yeah. feel like if they was going to ban her, he should have been banned too. Cause he the one who did it. You know what I'm saying? Like she just was, mm-hmm. he the one who did it, bro. But you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, so, but, but that, you know what I'm saying? Allowed things, you know what I'm saying? Like, like that performance on the ground. I didn't, I didn't see it. So I, I don't know how raunchy or how it may or may not have been. Hmm. But I do know that, like, when you brought her up, I know she did perform the WAP song with Cardi B. And I think I've seen, like, images of them, Jeez. you know what I'm saying, like, like <laughs> intertwined on Twitter and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. So, like, I, hmm. I just don't know. I don't know what. Yeah, Gillian says Trina was worse. I, it been a close tie, I think. But I, I, you know, all these agendas, man, that, in my opinion, are being pushed and being fulfilled man is all part of a lot of conspiracy theories that are not really even a conspiracy it's just simply to me greed and the agendas be be behind or from the one percent that's all i don't you know i um it sucks man like shit is shit is crazy what's going on nowadays man like for real like it is but my thing is this like so like this dude that did this, committed these murders, right? It's uh-huh. like, folk, he never owned a gun before. They, they trying to create the narrative that he was, that he was a sex addict and he, mm-hmm. the sheriff literally said he had a bad day. And this was his reaction to having a bad day as him being a sex addict. He goes to well, buy a weapon he never had before, never owned a gun, was never, not a gun owner at all. So he goes and buys a gun and decides that, you know what? I'm fucking frustrated with this sex addict shit. I'm going to go take care of this temptation and I'm going to shoot. Like, like it just, it doesn't make sense. So that's what makes me feel like, okay, this really must be some type of agenda because you got somebody for one, he was never a gun owner to begin with. Mm -hmm. He buys a gun, gets it the same day. Which that's protocol here in Georgia. If you're not a felon or anything like that, you know, and yep. you got a clean background, you can get your gun the same day. It's never been a problem before, but I know mm. now it's an agenda. So now you, you not only are you incorporate, incorporating racial agendas, but now you're incorporating second amendment agendas as well, too. Cause mm. now they want to talk about here in Georgia, you know what I'm saying? Making it, to, making it to be where you got, it's, it's going to be a waiting period, period. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Which, again, also, like I said, if you, I'm, not, it don't really bother me as long as you, because I have a clean record. You know what I'm saying? So I don't have anything mm-hmm. on my background. So mm-hmm. if you mean I gotta wait a few more days to get the gun, cool, all right, no big deal. But at the same time, I can also understand. But why? Why do I gotta be? Not, I guess, punished is is, is too strong of a word. But why do I gotta be inconvenienced? Because somebody decided they wanted to be psycho out of the blue. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree, man. <laughs> that shit makes no damn sense to me whatsoever. You know, and to me, I'm like, even if you put a waiting period, 
the motherfucker has more time to 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 sit here and think and right plan and out and, even and know. be more thorough with it. Yep. So I'm like, you're not stopping it. You're just giving that motherfucker more time. Right. That's right. all. Shit. I'm like, please, man. So yeah, I, I agree with you, man. Like that. I don't know why. You know, like there's so many fucking things in this this world in the grand scheme that you look at, like yo, shit just don't make sense a lot of times, man. How these agendas are being perpetuated and and carried out, fulfilled. Like it doesn't make sense, man. And there's to me, there's no way to really stop it anymore. It's it's too far gone. You know, but no man, shit is uh, shit's getting shit's getting real lately. You know, yeah. shit's getting real. Um, it is, it is. I was hoping somebody uh, would go ahead and call in. You know what I'm saying? I, I guess they, I guess they scared. Y'all, y'all can't be scared out there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What uh, Gillian said, simple minded, simple minded yeah, here. I mean, and if you look at, if you see his picture or whatever, I mean, that's exactly what he looked like. <laughs> that's the, like that is a, a a completely accurate description of the young man, um, <clears throat> beard and all. <laughs> <laughs> um, Lord, so let's see, and he was young. Yeah, he's a he's a young dude. You know what I'm saying? Like he ain't like he was some older, crazy. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Out of his mind, like he's young. But and then like I just like for the sheriff to say, you know what I'm saying? He was having the best, bro. Like he didn't kill eight. He didn't was is it eight people that, that died? Yeah, he didn't kill like eight people, bro. Damn. <laughs> And uh, with a couple others injured, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's not a bad day. That's beyond a bad day, bro. Like, people have bad days all the time. Facts. <laughs> you know what I mean, saying? you could, you can't use I didn't get no no kitty as as the reason for you to snap off like that. Come on, man. That shit makes no damn sense. <laughs> like no, what? Whatsoever. Like, I'm like, bro. Like, are you not hearing what you're saying right now? Like. Somebody I know I know whoever is the 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 county attorney or whatever, he probably was holding his head, shaking his head in his hand, like, oh my god, I can't believe he just said this shit to the news. Like I mean for real, man. Like 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 how can you really feel that that would justify (laughs) you snapping the fuck off like that? Like that's like, we waiting on y'all to come back with his reasons and trying to figure out what the motive was. Like, is was this some hate crime shit or was it just some random shit? Like, what the fuck is going on? And you come back with, oh nah, he was just having a bad day. He a sex addict. And he was just <laughs> over that. So yeah, he had a bad day and he went and bought a gun and killed him. Mm-hmm. What? No, bro. Like you're are you that desensitized? That. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, for real. You, that you just want to accept that? Like, I wouldn't even come out here and repeat that. I'd have, I would have been like, bro, we still trying to figure out what's going on with him. We'll have more information for y'all when we do. And then walked away, walked away from the podium. Like, I didn't sit up there and say that. Like, what the hell, bro? <laughs> <laughs> for real, though. That, that shit makes zero sense to me. Like, like, who does that shit, man? For real. Like, who the fuck does that shit? Well, should I... I'm a sex addict and I, you know, I didn't get no, no kitty cat. So I, I, I lost my mind, you know, forgive me. And of course, you know, he was apprehended peacefully, of course. Yeah. So there are no issues there. 
Surprisingly, mm-hmm. give his ass Burger King like they did old uh, Dylan Roof and shit. Like that shit, like mm-hmm. it just be it be amazing how they can find all the patients in the world in some instances and in some instances they all of them just fire first. That that uh patience is gone. Mm-hmm. Like it's just it's weird, bro. Man, yeah, no, that's that's shit. I mean, I think we all know what that is, but you know, um. Yeah, it's a damn yeah, shame. Like, you know, what's understood don't gotta be explained. It's just, it's right. just it's so aggravating, bro. Especially like when you, like I said, when it when it happens, and you know there's no good reason for it. We all know what's up. Everybody know that nine times out of ten, this shit was just some 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 hate shit. But the, it's just to me the timing of it, um, in conjunction with a lot of what I've been seeing in terms of, you know, the, you know, stop the I, I'm, and I'm almost kind of just wondering, like, did that spark something in him to be like, you know what, fuck these Asians? You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> not, not, and not, not, not even trying to be funny, but on some real shit. Like, is that no, him, him seeing that shit? Like, oh, this how y'all feel about the Asian hate? Well, I'm, I'm gonna show you the Asian hate. Like, was it some shit like that? You know what I'm saying? Like, like, I'm just like, she's crazy, I'm like, what, bro? I'm like, what would even fuel somebody to like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, I don't even get it. Like, you know, I'm tired of, of, you know, the fucking uh, restaurants and (laughs) replica uh, Louis Vuitton bags in my neighborhood. Like, like, you know, like, I I don't even get what would like prompt someone to really (laughs) like target. An Asian, like, right. you know, I'm tired of fucking watching Bruce Lee movies. Like, what I'm you know, saying? like especially like, a, a young white Caucasian male, you know what I'm saying? Like, cause yeah, man. you have the least interaction with Asians than anybody, no matter, no matter where they, where they are in society, whether they be poor or they be rich. You know what I'm saying? Like y'all, they have the least interactions because for one, they don't really frequent Chinese restaurants like that. And then right. out of the 10 Chinese restaurants are going to be more so highly popular mm-hmm. into uh, um, the hood. You know what I'm saying? Right. And then also yeah. you don't you don't frequent you know you don't use black hair products and you're not going to be at a at a black hair shop, which is also mm-hmm. going to be Asian owned. So the mo if you just so happen to have a gas station in your area that's owned by some Asians, you may see them there. Um or you may you know what I'm saying I mean, and not to say that like, they can't you see them at the malls and stuff like that, but I'm just talking about in, within the neighborhoods that they would be in, they're not going to see them that frequently. You know what I'm saying? So you're not mm-hmm. going to, because they stick to their own. They have their own neighborhoods. They they do that. They build up their own neighborhoods and everything like that. So they pretty much stick to their own kind for the most part. You know what I'm saying? They do business yeah. with each other. They, you know what I'm saying? Like, like mm-hmm. I wish we could do that. You know what I'm saying? Like they, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like they, so, they, so like you... You don't see them that frequently, and then they really don't fuck with nobody. Like they, t- they really mm-hmm. think of themselves. Like they don't bother nobody. They just already trying to live their life. You know what I'm saying? Like they, they trying to get their own little piece of the American pie, bro. They ain't fucking with nobody out here, bro. No, no. I mean, I'm like the only way that young man could have flipped the fuck out is, is I guess maybe he saw a, a Grand Torino. I think that's the name of that movie with. Um, uh, oh yeah, with uh, uh, uh shit. Oh gosh. Clint Eastwood. Uh, Clint Eastwood, that's it. That <laughs> you movie, know, I'm like, that, that movie was wild, man. Yeah, yeah, I love that movie, man. I love that movie. I'm like, other than that, I'm like, I don't understand how the fuck, like, 
Like who? Like I, I don't even understand. Like who can even hate? Like on the the Asian community. I mean, let alone any community. I get that shit, but I'm like, I, I, I don't understand. Like I'm over here, like really mind boggled. Like, like what? Like man, wow, bro. There's so many fucking agendas being pushed, man, to keep pushing separatism and division. You know, um, that's it. That's all I can think of. So Gillian said, assuming uh, he was a loner, wanted to belong, he became blinded by one of the by one side of rhetoric. That's entirely possible too, because like I said, that that it has been trending to stop Asian hate, and so like if he get into that and gets on the wrong side of it and gets, I guess, swept up in the the negative rhetoric, you know what I'm saying? Decide he feel like he need to take action for whatever reason. Like, cause like, what do you, I mean, honestly, truthfully, what can you say bad? Like, you can't be like, oh, they taking all our jobs. Nigga, they create their own damn jobs. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Like, yeah. like, like, so you can't say that. You, like, I mean, not not to say, I'm not trying to make like, it seem like Asians are perfect. They not, you know, no, but nobody. No, right, you know right. what I'm saying? But what I'm saying is that they really don't be, I mean, fucking with people like that. They they really stick to themselves, even when it comes to the fucking shit they do on the that's against the law. They literally be sticking to themselves with that shit. Like they don't fuck with nobody, bro. They don't. Yeah. No, you're right. <laughs> They don't fuck with nobody, so I don't even understand why people want to hate on them. Like, like hate on them. Right. What, bro? They're they not, they not fucking with you. That, that's why, that's why I'm, I'm really shocked because I'm like, you know, I, I, I don't know when's the last time I even heard of an Asian gang. You know, um, I'm not saying that they don't exist, but I'm like, you know, in my mind in Chicago, I'm like, I, I can't think of no, no all Asian gangs. I really can't. Like, that's from like I, you know, like 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 I, I, I put it like this. I would not, I, in my mind, I would not look at an Asian person and feel like he and or she would be a threat, you know, in, under normal, you know, what I'm saying. I mean, I, in, in no way in the world, no way in the world. Like, right, you know, feel like they they don't. <laughs> like I just don't get it, bro. I, I don't Oh yeah, you just put me up on. Yeah, you put me, you put me up on something new because I really didn't know that. Man. I mean, if, if if I mean if I did, cool. But I'm pretty sure it's gonna it's pretty get hot and heavy, especially after after this incident. I'm pretty sure it's gonna really get hot mm. and heavy. Which, um, which I'm and I'm not mad at it because if like you do see stuff going around online, um, or. You know what I'm saying? Like you'll hear people still say little slick shit like the China flu and shit like that, which ain't cool at all. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, bro. Like, we ain't got to be like disrespectful because we wouldn't want them to do that to us. You know right. What That's what I'm saying. So, like, yeah, don't, don't put out the energy that you're not willing to, that you're not trying to receive. You know what I'm saying? So, right. I, 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 we just, man, like, I just, this country, man, it's, it it can be so tiring being an American, man. Like this, this is wild, bro. Like the shit we have to to, to contend with and deal with, especially when you somebody who, because I, I don't, I'm not gonna say I'm I'm fully woke, you know what I'm saying, but 
I definitely got I'm a little more tuned in than most. And yeah. When you start to to see shit, start piecing shit together, and start being a little bit more observant, and you start asking them questions, and you really just can't figure that shit out. That should be aggravating, bro. Like that should be aggravating as fuck, cause it's just like so unnecessary. Like why why do we gotta be going through shit like this? Yeah. And and you know I've I've learned that a lot of times you can't force people to see what 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 you see or you know what I'm saying like it and believe me it gets it, it really gets frustrating for me because I'm like yo like wake up man you know like wake wake up and and a lot of shit is I get how for people it's really hard to to think that your own government would try to bend you over and you know give it to you nice but. That's reality. So that shit does happen because, um, you know, you, you look at how professional athletes make so much fucking money, but think about the owners of those teams. Right. right. You know, people rarely think about the owners because the athletes are getting all the glitz and glamour. You know what I'm saying? Like shit. I mean, think about them damn owners, man. How much the motherfuckers are banking, banking, bank them from. I, uh, I don't, I'm telling you, man, like shit is only going to continue to progressively get more lopsided with the whole, uh, class where it's like the wealthy and the poor, societal statuses, like everything's going to get more lopsided. For sure, for sure. Yeah, man. So I'm surprised y'all, y'all listening. Y'all got, y'all got scared to, to call in, man. How much time is left? It's all good. Um, like 25 minutes. <clears throat> but I think I'm going to go ahead and, and end it, bro. Because um, I do no have to go to work in the morning. Shit, um, no doubt. No so doubt. I'm, I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and call it a night. I, I really... Yeah, hold on, Jilly. Yeah, we said y'all were scared to call in. Yeah, we said that. That's what we said. Y'all were scared. Right, right. <laughs> Definitely I scared. Call in, nobody called in. It's all good because you definitely ain't obligated to. And I appreciate everybody that tuned in. So don't let me not come off as being ungrateful. I really do <laughs> tuning into the first episode of the Facts. Tentatively Untitled Podcast. Um, thank you for showing love to myself and to my guests, Mr. Toys the Poet. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. I see nothing but greatness in your future, King. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, you got this. We definitely gonna do what it do, you know, and uh only only way is up from here. You know? Most definitely, bro. I appreciate it. Once again, I appreciate you. you. To um everybody who tuned in and bro right quick, um go ahead and yes, sir. Know, um of course your socials, but also where they can donate to the Bags Foundation, bro. Definitely appreciate that. Again, thank you all for tuning in to King Chuck's first episode here on the tentatively, I'm over here tongue tied too, but the tentatively untitled podcast. Thank you all for tuning in. The support is awesome. Um, you can certainly follow once again, um, the easiest way to, to get most of my social media tags, handles, what have you would be the crow show podcast.com. Forgive me because I've been drinking some damn vodka and simply lemonade. And I had a shot, had a shot of Jameson, so I'm definitely bitty. But again, that's the crowshowpodcast.com. Um, you'll be able to click on the drop down menu, click on Operation Bags, 
B as in boy, A, G, S, and then you can find out how to donate to a worthy cause. And uh, again, man, thank you all for listening to this Young Kings number one episode out of probably, should I, I'm going to predict he'll do about 60 before the year is over. So we'll put a big number on him right now. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Get some rest, King. I appreciate you, little bro. Great job. Great job. I'm still on some of these questions. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Most much love. Much appreciate love, it, bro. Good night, everyone.